This is CliffCentral.com. All right, let's go to Rich. Hey, Mr. Mulholland, how are you, sir? I'm good. How are you doing? Excellent. I was worried that we would run out of time this morning. Thanks for staying with us. All right. No so, problem. No uh, problem. Did you hear the polygamist? <laughs> I mean, the polyamorist. <laughs> it was quite comforting that yeah. about um, three quarters of the way through, I got a WhatsApp message from Jasmine that said, I'm not bored, baby. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's very. That must have been a relief to you. Yeah, yeah. I was worried that she was downloading Tinder, you know, while yeah. while he was chatting. So, <laughs> so that's good. All right. So tell us quickly, um, what's on your mind this morning? It's Monday. Well, reality check. Time. I guess I've got one of two ways this could go. Um, so, have you guys discussed yet the mutually non-consensual consensual sex issue? Mutual, yes, we did. I, yeah. I brought it up last week because it, it, I saw okay. that article. Well, yeah. In which case, then what I want to talk about is um, a trip I made to Amazon's uh, store recently. So I was in Amazon's shop in New York, mm-hmm. and uh, they've got a really cool store. And it was uh, it's a physical bookshop that you can go to and you can walk around, which is obviously quite different for a company like Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I had two cool observations about it. The okay. first is that Amazon is able to do really cool things with the information they have, right? So... Uh, if you're walking around and you see you see like this whole list of books on the left that says if you like this book and it's all these famous books, it says then you will like these ones next to it. <laughs> yeah. To the right of it, there's like nine other books. So the whole bookshop is just a, a big efficient engine using stuff they've got from from you know their their data banks, uh-huh. and it's got really cool information like average customer ratings and it's got really cool customer comments and customer reviews and things. That's fantastic. Now the second thing. So it's kind of their store, their physical store has started to mirror what their site looks like, not the other way around. Exactly. So it's it's turning around and it's saying, well, why do we have to? People still like going places. So I still do love browsing bookshops, right? Mm-hmm. So I browse bookshops. I take photographs. I add, add them to my Goodreads. And then later on, I go and put them on my Kindle. So I do still like that idea of walking around like at an airport or about killing time and things like this and seeing what books are out there. And you also do like shopping for books with the cover. So so that's an important thing. Mm-hmm. The second thing that I noticed when I was there is I think of understanding now what the most important word in literary circles is. And that word is asterisk, as in F asterisk CK. Right? Because it seems like every single book, I swear to God, I was walking around there on every single one of their shelves. There was at least one book that said it had some variation of un F asterisk CK yourself, un asterisk yourself. Another one I saw was what the asterisk should I make for dinner? The kitchen for social mother asterisk. There was another one, Stug Kitchen 101, because you're fast as Fasterisk. It goes on and on and on. There was Fasterisk Love, the Fasterisk Book, Fasterisk Feelings, and then as Fasterisk. I mean, literally, book after book, like all of these people, they've got this big thing on their thing because look how cool we are. We're saying the F word. Well, we're not. No, you're not using asterisks. (laughs) Right. There's these two. The life-changing art of not giving a fasterisk, and of course, the granddaddy, the one that everyone knows, Mark Mason's The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fasterisk. Well, I have two things to say about this, right? The using the fucking asterisk is the very definition exactly. of giving a fuck. Right. You losers. Right? You're, right. you're literally telling the world, I give so many fucks 
that I'm not willing to put the word fuck on the cover. Uh-huh. Right? This, I mean, it's unbelievable to me. He basically has removed all credibility of the whole book by saying, I don't give a fuck except for I take the word fuck because you might be offended. <laughs> so I'm going to put an asterisk here so you're not offended. The second thing, the second thing is, how is this even okay? Either we're happy with the word or we're not. Right? Either we've decided the word is now socially acceptable or we're not, because we're not fooling anyone. This is like the word equivalent of putting stars in a scope magazine. Yes. Right? The difference was that the stars actually hit something. The stars actually served a purpose. I had to physically imagine what the nipples looked like while I was jerking off. I don't have to do that anymore with this thing. I know exactly what they're meaning. It's, it's just another way of writing the word fuck. So they're not doing anything. We're fooling nobody. I mean, guys, I, you know, I'm not a religious person. I don't want to offend overly religious people. But to my Jewish friends out there, God knows when you put that underscore, T underscore D, because you're not allowed to write the same. It's not like you're, it's not like you're fooling them. It's not like you're saying, hey, they're using my name. Oh, no, it's, a, it's an underscore. That's not really my name. <laughs> I always but, wondered about that. You're right. <laughs> it's completely pointless. You think he doesn't know your thoughts if he does exist? And if he doesn't, yeah, he if says, he doesn't he says, why are you bothering? He can't bothering? use my name. He can't use my name. <laughs> yeah, right. But his name, first of all, his name isn't God, right? He doesn't call himself that Yahweh or some other thing like this, you know, Michael. <laughs> but, but like, you know, Phil. But, but like, it's not the thing. It's a placeholder. So it still remains a placeholder. And so is that the case in all of these books with F asterisk TK. It's almost, it's, First of all, the fact that it's fashionable is problematic. And second of all, the fact that nobody has the courage to do it properly. And again, like, should we be able to complain to bookstores if they're putting it up there? It's not like my 12-year-old, my 11-year-old doesn't know what it's saying, right? So, mm-hmm. so in fact, I don't have a 12 yeah, or yeah. an 11-year-old. But, but you <laughs> but know anyway. what? I mean, this is also the, this is the hypocrisy of every every person on earth is that somehow we're protecting children against this but we're making it just obvious enough for the kids to know what's going on anyway and there's sort of this euphemistic well as long as we don't say the word then we can't be bad people idea it's ludicrous yes well but what we're also saying is that the idea is completely socially acceptable yeah so if you went back to the 60s you wouldn't have a book in a bookshelf saying it wouldn't say f asterisk asterisk Mm. Right, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have had anything because that would have been deemed as bad because that word is bad. No. This word now, like I can say it in the speaking gig, we can say it on the radio, like we can sure. have this conversation here, like where where the word has been undemonized, so to speak, but we're kind of scared to commit fully. So the irony would be if you do want to remove all the power of the negativity of the word, remove the final asterisk. That's actually what gives it its last little bit of power as a bad word. Because we are saying, look, this word is so bad that we have to hide one of its letters to confuse somebody. <laughs> if we remove that word and now have it on shelves, then, you know, pretty soon we'll have Jack and fucking Jill, you know, uh, in the kitty section. Because it's just not a bad word. I know that's an exaggeration, but you get my point. <laughs> I love it. All right, so Rich. people just need to commit. Either either do it or don't do it. I have no respect for you if you're using faster risk. You're a faster risking idiot. It's beautiful. Thank you so much. Rich Mulholland, everybody. The Reality Check. He's back next Monday with more. This is CliffCentral.com.